listening to Indiana Jones in Character, the podcast that takes a closer look at the artifacts that make up the world of Indiana Jones. Backstories, histories, and details about some of our favorite characters. And now, here are this week's hosts of Indiana Jones in Character. Hello and welcome to a special tribute edition of Indiana Jones in Character. My name is Dave and I'm here with the lovely, lovely Chris. Yes. Right off the bat, you're right going off right the off bat. the bat. So uh, it is November. No, it's October thirty first, twenty twenty. Happy it Halloween, is. Chris. Happy Halloween to you. Boo. And uh, I slept very late this morning and woke up around ten thirty to messages from Chris about the passing of Sean Connery, and he said it's been all over, uh, you know, uh, social media. So Chris was like, "We should get on and say something because, uh, really." Uh, this is a major, major blow to the Indiana Jones community to some people, but to me, not a sad thing because, as Chris's wife pointed out, yeah, he was, was ninety. Say, yeah, I was just gonna say. Well, he was ninety, you know. Yeah, so yeah. it's sad in one way, but also um, we decided to maybe just take a a short episode to celebrate what was great about him and celebrate his life, and maybe talk about some of his other movies. So, uh, what do you think, Chris? What would you said you were looking this morning and you found out and. I assume you you're one of those people um, that sounded like a bad start to a sentence. You're <laughs> right. one of those people, right? One of those people. Yeah. I know when, when celebrities that you like pass away, yeah. you, you take it pretty hard. I'm, I do. Well, and I don't know why I, I'm the opposite. I'm like, that's sad. I didn't know the man <clears throat> personally. I mean, it's sad, but I know that when, when some celebrities die, you were uh, like, I saw you instantly change your profile thing to Sean Connery. Like you yeah. take it hard. What does Sean Connery mean to you? Well, I don't see. Here's the thing is that when I see like a celebrity dying now, nowadays, I think I always, like I always say like my, my, my childhood, people who I watched, you know, for 30, 40 years, my childhood are just going like, and then I always bring it up, you know, just wait till Stallone or Ford or Schwarzenegger or Mel, like people who, who raised me, I guess. Like mm-hmm. go, it's like I just remember watching their their shit my whole lives on. And yes, you know, I think Sean Connery's last movie I, th- I looked it up earlier was his last acting was like two thousand three. So he's yeah. anything in seventeen years. Yeah, it was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, right? And then he retired. He said, like a lot of guys say, they retired. Like Anthony Hopkins said, "I'm retiring." Well, fuck off. You've done seventeen movies since. Yeah. Which is fine. Which I mean, do whatever you want to do, but don't make this big thing about how I'm retiring from acting. Sean Connery said he's retiring, and God damn it, he retired. He did. Like he did a few voices for the for that Bond game, which I got, and and other voices. But yeah, he he's done. Seventeen years ago, he hasn't made anything. And, and let's be honest, I haven't thought about Sean Connery <laughs> in seventeen years. I guess, and that makes me happy for him. He's probably spent the last seventeen years of his life. Very happy and relaxed and enjoying his life yeah. rather than being on a set and sitting in a trailer and running lines with, I don't know, Catherine Zeta Jones. Like, really, <laughs> like, this is the, this is what I, I when I think about him being 90 and all that stuff, I bet he had I bet he had a last a great, you know, last decade of his life. I'm sure he's been he's probably been sick lately. Like, the, well, I the think it said weeks. that. He wasn't feeling, yeah, he wasn't doing uh, well. And a lot of the recent photos was him, like, usually in a wheelchair or sitting down or whatnot. And, yeah, he he didn't look like, you know, we all remember him. But what sucks is, yeah, people get old and people pass. And this is, 
just one more passing. And yeah, I, I am I am bummed out, but I guess because of the two iconic roles he played, it's like you know you never can watch it again. Like I actually started watching Crusade an hour ago, right before this one, just to you know watch him again. And yeah, I had tears, and it's like why am I? I didn't know him. Right. No, well, that that that's how some people are, and I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm not criticizing you because if I was criticizing you, I'd be criticizing millions of people. You know, when celebrities right. die, I, f- I think I feel that way more about musicians. Um, when musicians die, like to me, music is more of a, like you said, you know, these movies raised you. Yeah. That music has had more of an impact on my life as far as kind of like emotional things than movies have. So like when Eddie Van Halen died. Yeah. That was like, I did what you did. I sat down, I threw on mm-hmm. everything I have and i listen to it relentlessly for a couple of days. You know, like the, it, everybody handles celebrity deaths one way or the other. And none of it's, none of it's right or wrong. It's whatever they want to do. And that's, I that's, know, I did that too. When, when he passed, I played, yeah, played some, some, some songs and I just, uh, and it was sucks. Like I didn't care about Van Halen, I guess forever since the eighties, I guess. And then when I heard his passing, I was like, Oh, iconic, you know, and then I had to play some of his songs on there, you know? Right. Because it is part of your childhood. Yeah. Yeah, I think that Sean Connery was kind of a big thing at Neo's as in general because mm-hmm. we ha- we have this show um, Matt, who you may know from Stars and Character and all the Halloween Horror Nights things that Matt has done. <laughs> he has always been a Highlander guy, so yeah, that that has been a thing for Matt. Um, the other Dave, who hosts um, Sequel Harder, has always wanted to do. James Bond in character. Like James yeah. Bond was always a thing for Dave, who we call Smitty sometimes. So Sean Connery has had his thumbprint, I think, on Neo Zaz in lots of different ways over the years for, for at least some of the, the regular hosts. Well, what's what's weird is that Smitty tweeted, I think, uh, a couple of hours ago or something, a great photo of him with the line, there can be only one. Yeah. Uh. And okay. that was very cool, like a very cool, touching moment and all. That but, is good. Yeah, yeah. For, for for Smitty and Matt, I think Highlander was a big thing. And then then um, Karen, who was, is Matt's sister, who's been on a few episodes of Halloween Horror Nights, and I think Simpson in character, was she on yeah. for a while? She had her own show for a while. I remember it's called, like, it was called... What was I Watch? Called? Karen watches things or make Karen watch things. She was like, yeah. it was like, you could give her any piece of crap and she would watch it, you know, kind of thing. She, I, I think under my, my um, James Bond profile picture of Sean, she, she, she posted, which was funny, which, you know, yes, it's, 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 he passed, but people are, are making jokes, you know, she said that his, his last words were doctor. No. Did she write that as a yeah, joke? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a pretty good joke. And then, and then I, I commented. Didn't anyone tell him that this year was no time to die? Is that the name of the new Bond movie? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we're we're poking fun because we care. I guess you know what I mean. I'm not. Oh, you don't have to explain it. it to me. Okay. You, you're the first person to be heartbroken by something and then turn around and make fun of it because <laughs> I know I know what you've done with Christopher Reeve. So, <laughs> you you have been moved to tears, shortly followed by saying some of the most awful things about that man that anyone could say. I, I think that's, that's how I deal way, with it. 
That's the way you deal with grief. Yeah, that's how I deal with grief. And I, I like first I kill you, then I make fun of you. Okay, that's okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I was looking at his career today, and this is an Indiana Jones show. Um, he he did one Indiana Jones movie. Yeah. We're going to talk about some other movies as well. So if you're like only here for the Indiana Jones, you know, maybe this isn't your cup of tea, but it's a tribute. But what's weird is I saw, I think he, I, I wrote down, he had 94 acting roles. Yeah. And I'll be honest, there's not that many that I have seen. <laughs> well, I, I think that's for a reason. I think that I was looking at that too. I was really kind of almost like kind of analyzing his career. When we were younger, he was still doing Bond. I mean, sort of with Never Say Never Again, although it is disavowed by the Bond community. Yeah. He was still doing that. And then there was that Highlander area. And I don't think either of us were Highlander people, Mm-mm. were we? No. And then you get to the 90s, and he did this thing where, and I wrote it down. They they would take Sean Connery. They'd take this legendary actor, and it was a series of pairing him with the young guy. That's what he became. He became the old guy paired with the young guy, starting with Christopher Lambert, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Costner, Mark Harmon, Harrison Ford, Matthew Broderick, Alec Baldwin, Wesley Snipes, Lawrence Fishburne, Richard Gere, Nicolas Cage. That's a lot of young guys. I mean, that became like his career. His his shtick. <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> and some of those you saw and some of those you didn't. I, I think I, I mean, just because I'm a movie file, I see everything. I think I've seen, I think I saw everything that he did almost from, you know, the late 80s on. Including Finding Farster, which isn't going to make my top five list. But I remember seeing that movie and thinking, well, this is what Sean Connery is now. He's yeah. like, not only is he, now he was the little bit older guy with, you know, Mark Harmon or, or Wesley Snipes. Now he's the really old guy and they're going to put him with kids, which they did in that movie. And it worked. And I thought it was really good. And I thought it was like, well, I could use a few more movies like this where he's the he's the wise sage and he, he teaches. He was just like, fuck it. I'm done. Well, I think I, I was telling Luke on earlier, you know, he, he he thinks everything that ever came out came out in the 90s. <laughs> everything? <laughs> Every movie in the history of movies came out in the 90s. And I told him, I said, he, he made five Bond movies before I was even born. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I didn't know anything about Bond. Like, that's why I grew up with mostly Roger Moore was when I hopped on board and all. But it's weird that he, he's been, he made five Bonds and I wasn't even thought of yet, you know? Yeah. Well, he was 90. <laughs> this just said, and you're right. Like, why? Why was Sean Connery casted with with the young girls, like like Michelle Pfeiffer in one yep. of them, and yep. Catherine Zeta Jones? Like, like you said, who's in Medicine Man? Who's that girl? Anybody? Lorraine Bracco. Okay, which I don't think she was ever that that uh, attractive. I don't know. But, hey, hey, um, hey, watch it. What do big, you think? You think she's hot? Yeah, I do. Big Lorraine Bracco fan over here. From, from what? What was she been in? Goodfellas. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, you're right. It was. He got to an age, and rather than giving him, he did have a few things where he was the leading man. But I guess they figured they could make money by doing buddy cop things, even when they weren't cops. Like first night, they were nights. It was him and Richard Gere. I remember seeing first night. It was good. 
Yeah. I hate Richard Gere. He made Richard Gere good. Yeah, can't. That's hard to do. And yeah, it's hard to do. Richard Gere sucks. But yeah, that was his thing. Let's put him with a young guy, and every once in a while we'll stick him in there with a young girl, and maybe there'll be a love interest because he's a he's a male cougar, you know. Yeah, Christy from News as loves loves to have him move her furniture. <laughs> She's her 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 white hot passion is Sean Connery and Patrick Stewart <laughs> moving her furniture. She loves old bald men, European bald men, I guess. So. Well, I was just looking here too. Like, this is a stupid trivia question, but according to like, I think the last movie that he was clean sha- shaven was the Presidio in '88. Because okay. from yeah. Crusade on, he has a beard, and all these October and Russia House, and yeah, you know what I mean. He's he'd always had that that white, nice beard going on. Right. I I did not know that. <laughs> I think I could be wrong. That's one of the ones that are like eh. You know, Mark Harmon's handsome and all, but uh, I know he's on that show. That show he does well now. But for a long time, Mark Harmon was just a former football player and Freddie Shoup from uh, summer school. And, and the guy and that was on Moonlighting. For exactly. He was he was Matty Hayes' new boyfriend. Which, like, get this fucker out of here. Sam the Spaceman. <laughs> Shit, yeah. That's a good. That's good, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I mean. Let's go through this maybe then. Let's right. go through our, our movies. I've, I have a feeling that at the begin at the top of our list, it's going to become very anticlimactic. But I'm really kind of interested in your bottom of your list. So, what is your number five all time Sean Connery movie? And and I say all this too because if you like, I said we're hoping to tune in and hear a lot of Indiana Jones content. We did an entire episode on Henry Jones Senior. We did. So if you're new to the show and want to hear, like, why aren't you guys talking about his involvement with Indiana Jones? Why aren't you talking about Henry Jones Sr.? You can certainly hear that. Maybe we'll post that on our pages as well, too. But and go back into the – go to neozaz.com and uh, go into the Indiana Jones archives. It's really not that old. We did – it's probably it's probably our longest episode. We did well, everything. Well, Luke even, <clears throat> Luke even said, well, now since he passed, you got to do an episode about him. I said, we already did that, buddy. I said, aren't you a listener? <laughs> He didn't listen to the show. No, he doesn't, he doesn't listen to anything I do. Um, it is one. Of, I think it's one of our best episodes because there's a lot. There was a lot to talk about, and a lot of the stuff that we talked about in that show with him and Marcus as young men adds to what you see in Last Crusade. Yeah, like when he when they first see each other in Last Crusade after you know this adventure is going on and they have to do their uh, college salute to each other they're in the they're in a they're in a nazi tank yeah and they're doing the whole salute with the arm motions and everything they're best 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 friends well what's i told you right before you know, around an hour before we sat down to do this and i'm watching crusade and when indy goes to, to the house and you know it's all been ransacked and whatever and he tells marcus to get a ticket for for me for um, greece or whatever Mm-hmm. And Marcus goes, "I'll get two. which is Marcus, sweet. Yeah, that's good because he he wants to he wants to see you see his pal and all, you know. Yeah, Marcus is worried about his dearest oldest friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, my number five best Sean Connery film for me is maybe a movie that he was in for three minutes, <laughs> 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 and maybe it's because I'm just a huge fan of this movie and the actor. And the first time, this was before the internet and, and Instagram and all everything out there. There was no spoilers. 
If this came out today, someone would have taken a screenshot and posted it and, and ruined the whole ending of the movie Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed, because yeah. when... What's what someone says is you know anyone have anything to say and then you hear him go hold I speak <laughs> and you're like is that Sean Connery because you can just tell you know how he speaks yeah it's my honor Lord Luxley <laughs> yes and he's I think it may be less than three minutes but it's it's just a great moment where you're like shit that there's Sean Connery yeah they and they talk about him that's my number three so just oh shit oh cool awesome. They talk about him throughout the movie. Miss, uh, Elizabeth Master Antonio is like, you know, when the king returns, when the king returns. And we were seniors in high school when that came out. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, I mean, I maybe wasn't catching some of the, the that drop thing that the king is returning. I'm like, who gives a shit about the king? It's Kevin Costner. He's awesome. <laughs> right, right, right. You know? So, yeah, like they're they're dropping that all the time. All the time. Like, so for, for them to keep saying that, it had to be somebody pretty damn good. And it was. Yeah, like, 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 if that was made today in like Marvel time, they would have had Sean Connery walk in wearing a robe, so you couldn't see who it was, with a hoodie <laughs> over his face. Face, you know what I mean? Like the Masked Singer. Yeah, with the Masked, <laughs> <laughs> the Masked Connery. Yeah, you you wouldn't know until it came out, which which was a great moment in, in that movie. Which I don't care what anyone says that movie's great. Yeah, it's good. It is great, and it's a reteaming. I, I didn't do any research, but I'm wondering if Costner, because they had worked together on The Untouchables, was like, you want to do a thing? Well, yeah. I'm not really. I don't really want to do a thing. <laughs> Come um, on, do a thing. Do a thing for me. Okay. You know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's my number five, Dave, is, is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves from 91. Excellent. I love that movie. Till the day I die. Um, number five for me actually mentioned, and this is a weird number five choice, but it's also because of the circumstances. My number five is Medicine Man, Medicine which I Man. thought <laughs> I found the cure for the plague of the 20th century and I've washed it. <laughs> yeah. So I like the story. I like the idea. He's super cool in it. He is the man in that. Lorraine Bracco is his co-star, but it's Sean Connery and she's tagging along. The reason that I like it is because it was shortly after my mom had died and my dad and I, I mean, not to go into like a big long sob story, but my dad and I didn't necessarily do a lot of things together when I got a little older and he, we decided that we should spend more time together kind of thing. And he knows my dad hates movies. (laughs) hates movies Christ, he must have just hated you for always wanting to watch movies at home you know he just hates movies and for for the longest time he would he would brag when i was little that the last movie he saw in the movie theater was (laughs) ben-hur which was was, that in the 40s 30s what's it was like late 50s okay it's like 1959 or something like that (laughs) last movie i saw in the theaters was ben-hur so it's like I, I was like, well, Dad, I I like to go to the movies a lot. Would you like to go to some movies with me? And that's something that we can do together. Yeah. And he said yes. We went to two. <laughs> ben Hur re release. Ben Hur's. No, we saw Speed Two Cruise Control. Oh, you saw the worst speed ones. Yeah, because that was out, and we saw Medicine Man. And I remember both of us really enjoying it. And the thing that I think, I don't know if I even, this dawned on me then, but it, it has dawned on me since, 
whenever I hear that movie, I think about my dad and I think about going to that movie with my dad and thinking that Sean Connery is one of those people that kind of spanned the generations. And I'm not saying he's bringing the generations together, right. but Sean Connery is a, is an actor that my dad grew up watching. Mm. And so did I. So when you can, you can go to a movie like that with an, and there are other actors that are like that. And people probably have these experiences with their parents, um, like Harrison Ford for you and your kids and me and my son. Yeah. Yeah. I grew up watching Harrison Ford and so has my son. So because of that, it holds a special place in my heart. And because of that movie and seeing it with my dad, who hates going to the movies, Sean Connery, he did a little something there. That's you know? sweet. So that's my number five. And Lorraine Bracco is hot. I, uh, I don't know about that. <clears throat> um, I, I agree with that. Everything you said makes sense. And maybe that's why my number four is what it is, because I, I haven't. I There might be even a part of me that never even seen this whole entire movie. But my dad was a huge fan of Connery and Bond and whatnot back in the day, and a gigantic gangster fan movies. Mm. And Untouchables, I put that on my list for, as number four. I remember walking in rooms, seeing it, you know, pieces with my dad once in a while, and and everything. I remember falling down the steps. Who falls down the steps? Somebody. The, the baby in the baby carriage. That, yeah, that, the whole end shot. scene. Where they're all on stair- in steps. And Isn't that in New York? Okay, yeah, remember... it's the Grand Central Station, and the baby carriage is going down in slow mo. Yeah, and some of them are running up the stairs, and some of them... the baby carriage is like in the middle of this shootout. They've and they've parodied that shot. That's Brian De Palma. That's genius, you know, filmmaking right there. I think I just remember pieces of this movie, and De Niro and and, and Costner and everything. And I don't, I don't think I ever seen the whole movie from beginning to end. It's but, great. Yeah, it's been for a long time, and I think I might now go back and watch it in honor of 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 my dad and and all and 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 Sean now, just to to refresh my um, memory. Is that the same Grand Central Station where uh, Man of Steel was at, where he, he breaks Zod's neck? Why do you bring that up? Because I because <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, it's not Grand Central Station because they're in Chicago. I'm I'm wrong about the station. Oh. Whatever the train uh, where station. Was in, in well, I think maybe that's why. Because when Tim and I went to Star Wars Celebration Chicago, we were going to go to that place where Zod's neck got snapped. <laughs> that was probably I don't know what the, I don't forget that. We'll forget how, that. how dare you bring that up? We'll, we'll talk about that when Henry Cavill passes his top five movies. <laughs> yeah, they're in Chicago. Yeah, all right. Because that's one of his best lines. He was nominated for a best supporting actor for that movie. He didn't win for that. I don't think he won. Huh. They bring a knife, you bring a gun. That's a Chicago way. That that's the thing, yeah. Like that movie is is so like like memorable and, and whatnot. So I think that's why I put down number four Untouchables because I think you kind of have to have that in your in your best Sean Connery films, you know. Good one. Okay, what's your four, dude? My number four is going to throw you for a loop, but I watched this not, one. If up. you're saying Dragonheart, I'm I'm hanging up. <laughs> no, not Dragonheart. Is Lionheart? Dragonheart? Yeah. Dragonheart, yeah, where he's the voice. Yeah, that's an, don't. I didn't even put that on the list of pairing him with a young guy like Dennis Quaid because he, <laughs> it's just his voice. Yeah. That is a garbage movie. Well, He must have done that as, for, as a, I don't know, a fan for someone in the movie or maybe a grandkid or something. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. I remember us seeing that when we all worked at the movie theater. Going, what the fuck is this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although Dragonheart, 
the score is one of those scores that gets used in movie trailers over and over and over again. I'll you know, like this up. the score that you always hear in movie trailers? Because the Morgan Creek Robin Hood theme, usually. Yeah, that, that too. Yeah. So, yeah, Dragonheart is not on my list. My number four, um, I grew up in an Irish household, okay? Okay. And there were things that we did every year as a tradition. Um, foods we ate, uh, music we listened to, Ireland's golden tenor, Frank Patterson. You know, like we would listen to these records. Right. And like this has become a part of my childhood. And when I was little, we would watch the Disney movie, Darby O'Gill and the Little People from 1959. I <laughs> never heard of this movie, to be honest. It's it's uh it's like a lot of like those fifties Disney movies. It's just exactly what you would think it would be. I mean, and he's not Irish; he's Scottish. But and every time I think of him being Scottish, I think of the uh, <laughs> the Wall of Fame that Mike Myers has in So I Married Married an Axe Murderer. I remember that a little bit. Yeah, he's listening to the Bay City Rollers. Like, Turn up the Bay City Rollers, <laughs> and they have like all the people on the thing, and it's Jackie Stewart, the the driver, and Sean Connery. So yeah. Darby O'Gill and the Little People was a childhood staple, at least at my house. Wow. It's not a movie that I think a lot of people have watched or give a crap about. But I remember, you know, him, the, the, he's like, you know, the handsome dude in Darby O'Gill and the Little People. So that's my number four. Have Do you watch that still? Or do you ever go back and watch that? No, I haven't seen it in years. I used to watch <laughs> it when I was little, though. I never made my son watch that. I think it's time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, my number three is a movie that I actually yeah, a couple months ago I added it to, added it to um a playlist on either Netflix or Hulu or something because Luke's Luke's never seen it, and I was like this is probably one of my favorite action movies I guess in the nineties I guess what year just come out yeah nineties uh, I know what you're gonna say yeah ninety six and. It's mostly it's it's a, a Bruckheimer film. It stars some you know stars Ed Harris. It stars you know uh, Michael Bean. Stars people who I loved back in the day and all. And it's called The Rock. And it's probably because it's so over the top, stupid action with Nick Cage and his one liners and what he sends. But how cool Sean Connery I, is! In I this eat movie. pressure for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> it's so just he, he's so corny, but. Seeing Sean Connery, you know, being in this action movie, which, Christ, how old was he back then? You know, he, he was still doing, you know, action flicks, you know, late 90s. Yeah, and, but making it look good. I mean, yeah, you didn't think that for a second he was, like, not doing the things he was doing. He was, he was, he was awesome. Yeah, it's it's one of my, I remember when that came out, and we, I, I think we saw that, like, constantly. I was constantly watching that movie. I love all the action and the the over-the-top one-liners and actionists and all, but Welcome to the Rock is just, it's one of my all-time action films in the 90s, and all. that's why that's that's my number three, on which I, I have to watch that. I may watch that this weekend sometime. Yeah, I knew that. Was, you love the Rock. I, I never do. was a big Rock fan. What do you like more, the Rock or um, Con Air? Con Air. Are you a Con Air guy? Yeah. Put the bunny down. Both of them are over the top, one-liners in action, and the slow motion, and the damn, damn, the music and shit going on. <laughs> that Hans Zimmer. Yeah. It but, is good. Um, the thing the thing about The Rock that I think I hated, I didn't hate The Rock. The Rock was fine. It was just, it went, it was so long. It was I remember, long. 
that scene where he um, breaks out. He's getting his hair cut. He's got the long hair. Yeah. And he's going to see his daughter. So he, he ends up swinging over the balcony and, you know, yada, yada, yada. And then he takes the guy's hum, Humvee and there's the longest chase scene through yeah. the streets of San Francisco ever. I was only borrowing your Humvee, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That to me, it just became, and maybe this is why you like it, it became pornographic. Well, that's uh, why I saw that case. I loved it. <laughs> that movie is action porn. Yeah, it is action porn. It's a Bruckheimer thing, and it's two hours and 16 minutes. And yeah, you're right. It's two hours of that is him in, in the Humvee. <laughs> <laughs> Just going down the going down that one that one San Francisco road that uh, Mrs. Doubtfire lived on the top of. <laughs> he passes by their house and Full House's house. <laughs> and Full House. And there's Tommy Wiseau from the room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but The Rock is, yeah, one of my all-time, you know, John Patrick Mason. You know, it's one of my all-time favorites. His. I knew that was going to be ours. All right, I already said my number three is Robin Hood, so we're still with you, number two. Number two! And Luke's mad that this is number two and not number one, but he don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's, it's, this is an Indiana Jones podcast, so I have to put him, uh, Last Crusade, as, as number two. There's, there's no... There's no reason. There's, there's, it's so obvious why it's it's number two and not number one. I only got nothing else to say. <laughs> okay. Well, you can say what we've already said if you want to hear, because yeah. this is an Indiana Jones show. Go back and find, it's just called Henry Jones Sr. And we talk about all of that stuff for at least an hour, I think. It's the longest episode. And I, I even think, like, like, a main reason why I guess it's so great is, I know Indiana Jones... Is is one of our all time favorite characters? It's, it's I think it's your all time favorite character, right? Of all time. Yes. And who else do you cast as Indiana Jones' dad? But but fucking James Bond. It, it's it's just genius on Spielberg and Lucas's part. Genius move. It is. That's what it's it is. Movie. Yeah. Um, my number two, and this is probably where you're going with number one. There's so many. Bond movies that he was in mm-hmm. rather than put several of them on the list. I just picked my favorite Bond movie as my number two that That's he's in. Is that what you did? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did just a certain one, yeah. Okay, so I'm interested what you chose as your favorite Connery Bond. So my number two is From Russia With Love. Ooh, okay. And not only is the story great, the thing, the thing that actually makes From Russia With Love great is... You know, partly him and it's Bond and all that, but it's um, uh, what's his name? What's Quint's name from uh, Jaws? Shaw? Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw is the baddest badass of any of the Bond. I know there's there's Goldfinger and Jaws and you know Odd Job and all that shit. None of those guys to me are as scary as Robert Shaw in From Russia with Love. Starting where he kills him, you think in the first scene, I he's doing that. that training mission and it's like that guy and then he peels off the sean connery mask yeah. what a great movie and yeah. even when he's creeping around there they they do a good job of because well, it's connery creeping around they put this grayish kind of makeup on him to make it look like when you first see him you're like you didn't look right yeah you know? it's, something's off a little bit yeah right because he's it's sean connery supposed to be wearing a sean connery mask <laughs> <laughs> Wow, it's like uh, William Shatner wearing a Michael Myers mask, I guess, huh? <laughs> I love, I love, you know, some of those early ones are great, and I remember, well, I won't say anything in case it's yours. Um, okay, okay. But I have another really fond 
Bond memory. But my number two is from Russia with Love as my Bond um, nominee. So what is your number one? And now I feel kind of bad because the obvious one for your number one, now I'm like, well, why didn't I put that as my number one on this Indiana Jones podcast? But I had to put... I, I was thinking that too, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had to put... This is why I told Luke. I said he was, he was in one Indiana Jones movie. It's iconic. Love it. But he was in, what, one, two, three, four, five, six Bonds, seven if you count. Uh, never say never. Don't count it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's in six Bonds. Um, you have to put James Bond as your number one on the t- top Sean Connery list. It's just, it's like, it, that's what, that's, he created a character that we all love 25, six movies later. It's like something that you, you have to, you hear Sean Connery, you think James Bond. Now, Dr. No, yes, it, it's the original and stuff. I remember watching it. I think I'm bored out of my mind watching that movie. <laughs> Even though I know it's the original, and, and you have to respect it, and yes, I respect it. You're you're for much with love, yes, phenomenal. But I think mine, all time film is maybe one of the best titles ever. Is Goldfinger from '64? It is great. It's it's and it's hear me out. I think I love it a lot because of everyone who's in the movie. Like like of course Goldfinger. Like he's a major a major part of the movie. I think one of my all time favorite Bond girl names. Come on, pushy. <laughs> Pushy galore. <laughs> that, There's so much of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> awesome powers. Um, which we were watching pieces today of Bond stuff, and I mean, if Bond, if No Time to Die had a character named Pussy Galore, that would never happen. No, no, no. A lot of vagina. No. <laughs> um, and I think one of my, I guess, I maybe. After Jaws, the the villain Richard Keel's Jaws character, I think Odd Job is one of my all time favorite villains. I don't know why. I think it's just he just says nothing and he has the fucking hat. Yeah. And I and I think everything about this movie combined with with them the um, the the girl painted on gold and that's how she dies like because her skin can't breathe. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like first of all, well. I guess if you kill, I guess you kill her first and then paint her. No. So how do they? How do they paint her then? While she's still like, did they gotta knock her out? They told her to lie still. She did it. <laughs> do, do they paint everywhere? Do they have to move over the lips and paint in there? <laughs> <laughs> because cause, cause that area breathes. You know what I mean? It breathes. <sighs> <laughs> and if you listen closely, it whistles. <laughs> First lips, um, but the it's Goldfinger is has to be one of his. You know, I mean, he has he has a bunch of great Bond movies, but for me, Goldfinger and it's the song too, Goldfinger. <laughs> Shirley Bassey. Yeah, but that's that's my number one, and now I feel bad for not making your number one my number one. Well, you probably should, but it's your list, so <laughs> it's okay. Okay, all right, <laughs> Dave. What's your number one? Well, I mean, you know what my number one is. Dragonheart, right? Just say. <laughs> my number one is Rising Sun. I love Wesley Snipes and him with the bangs. He has bangs in that movie, Sean Connery. Oh. It's bad. Jesus. That's a bad hair piece. Yeah, he had a lot of bad hair pieces, I think, in a lot of movies. He did. It's just better to do it like they did in Last Crusade, which is my number one, of course. In fact, I'm staring at my uh, Sean Connery, Henry Jones Sr. action figure 
as we speak. Um, yeah, it's 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 my favorite thing, Indiana Jones. Oh, it's yeah. and this is only an enhancement of that. He's fantastic, and listen to that, Henry Jones Senior. If you want to hear two grown men gush over a then living, much older Scottish gentleman. Yeah. Oh yeah. I thought you were gonna say Doctor No. No, um, I know people like some people are gonna be mad, like because that's the original and it's iconic, and yes, it is. But I remember watching that sometimes, and I was like, "This is a snooze fest." Yeah, well, I can I can see that. Yeah, we went. That that was my other memory of that is we went. Uh, you and I and and Tim, you know, like I love seeing repertory movies, and not that a lot of good things have come out of the COVID crisis. But movie theater showing old movies on the big screen has mm-hmm. been the the smallest, smallest silver lining in any of this. Yeah, you're right. Because you, you're either reliving seeing that movie on the big screen or seeing it for the first time on the big screen. And long before anyone was getting sick, there was a theater in Allentown that at the midnight movies would show whatever current movies were playing. But they would also show repertory movies. And we would go. And we saw Dr. No on the big screen, I want to say, in like okay. the early 2000s. Do you remember, remember that? This. Yeah, 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 I do. And I remember, I think it'd be a board. <laughs> <laughs> and it was midnight, so you probably fell asleep. I, I, maybe I did, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I love doing that. I wish they did, you know, I mean, maybe with his passing. You I was thinking that today that. when I'm watching Crusade. I'm like, you know, just they did Raiders. They did Empire and Jaws. Put out Crusade for, for a week or two and all, you know? Yeah. I would definitely go. I know you would, too. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like I'm even talking about, I've told you, maybe going tonight, there's a, a drive-in theater showing the first Halloween and the newest Halloween. Now, I want to go, but the 47-year-old of me says, nah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I might just stay home tonight and watch Halloween, the movie, at home. So, it's, it's heated, and I can pause it and pee. That's a good way to spend in, in a weird Halloween year. That's a good way to spend your Halloween evening. Watch Halloween and bump it right up with Halloween too. Like, don't even take a break. Yeah. Have that have that shit queued up and just boom and then boom and watch yourself a four hour, you know, John Carpenter classic. This has nothing to do with their episode, but did you see the new Halloween trailer? I did. And it's fine. I mean, it's nothing to it, really. No. So. But it was coming out, you know, last week, I think, or something. So now it's coming out next Halloween. Next Halloween. But But you can be sure that the second it was out, I had 40 YouTubers telling me all of the things that I missed in it. (laughs) Thanks for that. I have eyeballs, and I'm a pretty coherent human being. I'm just watching this, and I'm fine. I don't need you to tell me. What I missed. Everybody always wants to tell you what yeah. you missed. What Easter you eggs. may have missed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just shut up. Right. Just keep I didn't it to miss yourself. anything. That that actually is the reason that this this past actually yesterday came the new Mandalorian episode. Okay. Oh, I fell asleep watching that last night. Because you were tired, hopefully, or no? Well, partly. Oh, oh shit. Um, I. Didn't go on Facebook or any kind of media at all Friday because some fucker out there probably spoiled it, took pictures and did whatever they had to do because, you know, things you missed or things that you need to know. Like yeah. like you said, I'll, when I watch it, I'll know what I need to know because I'm watching it then, you know? Yeah. The 72 things you missed in the first 
10 seconds yeah. of the Mandalorian episode yeah. two. Whatever. Give but me now, a break. Now I'm, now I'm concerned about why you fell asleep. Oh, God, it's show. Forget it. <laughs> Save it for another time. All right. We'll do. Well, if, you, they- you, if you thought Dr. No was boring, holy shit. I hear you. I hear you doing some deep breathing exercises. I'm, I'm, I'm deep. Yes, there was. Y- yes, but just because a certain person was in it is why I was like, oh, where's my hand cream? Oh, maybe I didn't see that. All That's right. why I didn't say anything yet. All right, I fell asleep. I mean, nothing happened for the first ten minutes. You got to do something for me before ten minutes. Come on, show. <laughs> it's just like it's just like um, you know, foul play. You got you got to do something first for ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Dave, I'm I'm glad. Like when I, because you're usually like a like an early riser, and when and when I I, I kind of spoiled it, I spoiled. Hey, let's do a a Sean Connery episode because of his passing, and then that's the first thing you saw, and you're like, what? Did he die? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I usually do get up very early, and today was the opposite. It was ten thirty, and I wake up to messages from Chris saying. That he had died. So it's fine. It doesn't matter. It's like you said, I don't know the guy. And you go, spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I knew you wanted to do something. I'm going to edit this up right away, and uh, we'll see how quickly we can get it out. But you know, we're recording this on Halloween Day 2020, the passing of Sean Connery. Yes. Thank you, Dave. Thank you for you know, for really jumping on board. You're like, I do it today. What time do you want to do it? And I was like, oh, wow, this, I better make my list. Well, we owe it to the man that would be... The father of Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's this is just mm. and watching Crusade is just bringing you know bringing back memories, man, of just everything about why we love them. You know, excellent. That's what they're there for. That's what they're there for. Well, well, Dave, we Don't. go back, go back five to one. Your, your uh, five movies. to one was Medicine Man. Well, wait, wait, four. I'm sorry. Go back five to one and Sean Connery's voice. Go. <laughs> Medicine Man was number five. Number four, Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Number three, right in vote, Dragonheart. Out of the way, make way. You remember that part when he's like... A little bit now. He's flying over the countryside and like, I don't know, breathing fire or something. And he's just like singing. I think a little bit now. Remember you you saying that, yes. Number three is, it would be my honor, Lord Loxley. Number two... From Russia with love. <laughs> and number one, the greatest movie franchise. Well, the greatest three quarters of a movie <laughs> franchise ever. <laughs> uh, Last Crusade. So what's yours? Are we going to do a top five after um, Shia LaBeouf goes? Are we going to do a top five of his films? I'll do it right now because I love that guy. So do I. Like, what was the one that just came out? Of the couple of peanut butter Falcon. Peter, yeah, and Honey Boy, and Honey Boy. Uh, and did you see him on the uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High thing? No, I I saw a clip on some talk show about it. You gotta watch that. I gotta watch that. That's better than most of his movies. <laughs> he is either baked or pretending to be baked, and he plays Spicoli, and they read the script. And it's all these A-list stars, including Sean Penn, who put it together. Sean Penn wanted him to be Spicoli. Sean Penn's the pizza guy. Now, is he really? Sean Penn has one line. I got a pizza here for Spicoli. Like, he just sits and laughs. And you can tell as the time goes on. Shia LaBeouf is in his car, first of all. He's not, like, in his den, you know, at a desk reading. And he's barely paying attention. 
and he's dancing and he's smoking. I saw him. He's like moving around in his seat and he's back he's, and forth. Yeah, and then every once in a while he gets up and leaves. You know, it is so funny. And then when he does his lines, you can tell he's ad living because some of the people get mad. Most of the people in the room, and I'm talking A-list celebrities, are not amused by Shia LaBeouf. No shit. And Sean Penn is sitting there laughing. Loving it? Loving it the whole time. It's great. I highly recommend that. I'll check that out. All right, my number, I'll go back. My number five, Halt, I Speak, Robin Hood. Number four, Untouchables. It's been a while. Number three, Welcome to the Rock. Number two, Junior, Crusade, <laughs> obvious. And number number one, Goldfinger! <laughs> uh, you sound like Jerry Lewis singing the Goldfinger. Hey, lady! <laughs> I have never seen... A Jerry Lewis movie in my life. No, I swear, never you, seen it. I think you would like some Jerry Lewis movies. And the only thing I know of him is "Hey Lady," and and that's that's because I know I, I know the telephone, but I've never seen a movie ever. All right, you have Hulu, right? Yeah, there are a ton of Jerry Lewis movies on Hulu. I suggest you start by watching. Um, it's called "The Bell Hop" or "The Bell Boy." Either one. That sounds familiar. Oh my God! Yes. It's just, like, I don't want no, like, serious Lewis. I want some, like, crazy, funny, insane character yeah. Lewis. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah, you want to see a guy do stuff with his body that even Jim Carrey can't do? Yeah. yeah. Watch that. All right. I, I, I know. I've never seen anything that he was in. <laughs> well, thank you, Dave. In honor of Sean Connery, hope you enjoyed this episode because we love talking about it. Yes. Yes, I agree. And, uh... We'll be back to regular episodes, and uh, I'm sure this will come up again in future episodes. The passing of Sean Connery, but uh, yeah, if, you, if you're more into the character episodes and you want to hear that one, please go back to neozaz.com and click on, we have a lot of different podcasts, but go to Indiana Jones and Character, and any of the episodes that we've ever done are all there. Um, it's a library of all of our episodes. So maybe it's Henry Jones Sr., maybe it's, it's a people, maybe it's Tote, maybe it's, you know... Uh, anybody that you can think of, right. we're running. We're running out of characters, but Almost. we're still we're still doing stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah. but but as far as characters in Indiana Jones franchise, most of them are there, and it's just two idiots talking about those idiots are us, Chris. Me and you. <laughs> I'm happy to be an idiot. <laughs> me, me too. It's going to be a good couple. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. All right, thank you, listening, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to Indiana Jones in Character. Indiana Jones in Character is part of the Neozaz.com podcast network. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit www.neozaz.com. The Indiana Jones in Character podcast is not endorsed by nor affiliated with Lucasfilm Limited. All Indiana Jones characters, places, and situations are copyright Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. Visit Neozaz.com for the latest Indiana Jones in character episodes and information. She is my dear, my darling one, my smiling and beguiling one. I love the ground she walks upon, my darling Irish girl. Greetings. I am Juan Sanchez Villalobos Ramirez. 
Chief Metallurgist to King Charles V of Spain. And I'm at your service. I admire your courage, Miss... Uh... Trench. Sylvia Trench. I admire your luck, Mr... Bond. James Bond. Mr. Bond, I suppose you wouldn't care to, um, raise the limit? I have no objections. And once more, we play our dangerous game. A game of chess against our old adversary, the American Navy. Want to get Capone? Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. And that's how you get Capone.